Fellow citizens, it's come to the attention of my benevolent administration the events known as the Scottish Referendum to decide whether Scotland remains part of the United Kingdom is about to take place. This falls in with my plan for world domination very well indeed. Scores of my loyal agents will place thousands of nanobot impregnated hagses on supermarket shelves waiting to be bought. Upon consumption, the nanobots will attach themselves to the person's brainstem, sending them into a frenzy of nationalistic fervour. So, while the streets are full of people painting themselves with woe, shouting freedom passionately, and discussing how well Mel Gibson's wooden performance in the movie Braveheart added a whole new meaning to the word acting, my agents will stealthily move among them, stealing their ballot papers and heading to the polling stations to vote, thus ensuring the result I desire. Divide and conquer is a maxim I live by. He endeth my address. Old President Day for me every yep. time. He's got my vote. <laughs> yeah, especially after I had that frontal lobotomy. Mm. Take the low, and we'll meet by the brave bonnie banks of Loch Lomond. Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to this, the latest in a long line of staggering stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Master Man. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I. On your mind tonight. And merely mm. Keith. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Just, yeah. just unvarnished, unpossessed. Unsolved. Unsolved. Your carer isn't coming out with no, you today. No, not today. Unsolid. Yes. Oh, no, no, he's long, long since been sullied. <laughs> no, I haven't had a good scrub down since then. So. I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> of course, Scott is back. Yay! Yay! Just a very good uh, voice likeness. We no, no, in. no, no, no. It's actually. <laughs> Did he die on the operating table? No, no. It's actually a fully functional Scott. We've just had an electronic brain inserted saying, What? I don't understand. And where's where's the, tea? the tea? So, if anything, I work much better now. <laughs> <laughs> Back up and running so quickly. Yes. yes. I know. I yes. can't believe it. Mm. Well, we can everything's build. working that I know of. Mm. <laughs> we'll take your word for that. <laughs> make You'll find stronger. out for sure when you go away up north again soon. We can make him stronger, faster than he ever was before. Uh, I'll get the good thing. Get Darren to leave some feedback for you, Jake. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, leaving body parts aside, it's the news with El Presidente. <laughs> Doctor Who, rumor central, new showrunner. Ooh. <laughs> The age-old Doctor Who rumour mill has foretold the demise of Steve Moffat's showrunner tenure and according to Philip Morris, his replacement is none other than crime traveller creator Anthony Horowitz. 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 The horror. The horror mm. of it. Philip Morris is, of course, the man who recently recovered the lost episodes from Pratt. Pe- from, from Patrick Trout? Did he go and visit him himself? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Dug up the grave. Oh, oh, with his body, El Paris. <laughs> yeah. Surgically removed them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Philip Morris is, of course, the man who recently recovered the lost episodes from Pat Troughton's The Enemy of the World and The Web of Fear. Quite why this should give him the inside knowledge is less than clear. However, Anthony Horowitz is best known for his Alex Ryder Young Adult Spy 5 book series. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of brackets (laughs) and dashes. Try saying that when you're drunk. (laughs) Try saying it when you're sober. (laughs) And his work on ITV detective dramas having penned episodes of Midsummer Murders, Poirot, along with creative and writing the majority of Foyle's War. Mm, Horowitz himself replied to the rumour with one word on Twitter, unlikely. Oh, that's worth mentioning. Mm. It is. It is a new name that has been thrown into the. It room. is. Yeah, I've never thought of that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I still a, like the idea of um, Gattis. 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 Yeah. Garters. Garters. Spats. Spats. We've got to Spats. keep up the uh, the run of people having written for New Adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. No, I just think he's he's a good. I like his writing style. I like the fact he's got such an interesting horror in that, and I just think he would be quite good. But uh, hmm. I'm still enjoying Stephen Moffat's run. Actually, I it's... am. Yeah. I'm sorry, I never enjoyed it from eleventh hour. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stephen. <laughs> I'm enjoying. So far, I'm intrigued. I'm enjoying the Capaldi version. Yeah. Hmm. It's not so. I don't like some of the yeah. stories he's done, but it's a bit like music. I don't like punk rock, but there are some punk rock songs I like. Okay. I'm not enamoured with his production style but there are episodes he's done I've I've liked it's just one of those things I mean I quite like Russell T there are people that feel the same about Russell T it's yeah we can get on to it later but I, yeah. it feels to me like a whole new new era now it does yeah mm-hmm. it's not just a change of doctor yeah. it's d- change so of it tone yeah. Yeah. Yes. but yeah okay the sound of good omens for Pratchett and Gaiman after the success of 2013's radio da- adaptation of Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere, BBC Radio 4, BBC Radio 4, <laughs> are back for more, this time tackling Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett's co-authored novel, Good Omens. BBC Radio 4. <laughs> you don't win, you survive. Dirk Maggs is back as director, and Heather Lamour returns as producer for the six-part full-cast drama. That's a great name, that is, Heather Lamour. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an old-time movie. Mm, yeah. Movie, yeah, movie star, cigarettes. Mm. Yeah. Heather Lamour. Sounds like a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> no, hang on, bear with me. Here oh. we go. Yeah. The cast includes <laughs> Peter and Green Wings Mark Heap Way, as, as the demon right. Crowley and the angel Azrafel. Azrafali. Thank you. <laughs> Bless you. Relatively. <laughs> Thank you. Also joining them will be Merlin's Colin Morgan Ooh. and Patterson Joseph, Josie Lawrence, Clive Russell, Louise Bealey, Phil Davis and no doubt many more. Mm. It is due to air over a single week in December 2014. Mm. Mm. A bit Christmassy. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, mm. uh, yeah. I loved Good Omens. It, it's a, it's a laugh riot. It. It's very good. I mean, I haven't read it for ages. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never it's read one it. of those books that every now and again I will 
pick up and reread. I know it's in production hell for a movie with um, the Python guy. Yeah, the, uh, Gilliam. Gilliam, yeah. yeah. Mm, Terry Gilliam. I have to say, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't read Good Omens, but I did like the version of Neverwhere they did on the yeah. radio. So yeah, that was I'll really probably good. give this a, a yeah. listen. Yeah, yeah. same uh, team, basically. The, the, the basic oh. storyline is the Omen plot. Mm. It's the apocalypse, <laughs> it's the end of the world, but instead of the son of Satan going to the American ambassador, there is an even further mix-up in the um, the orphanage, and the son of the devil actually goes to a chartered accountant from Lower Kingswood. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's terrible. Yeah, okay. yeah. So the whole thing. Mm. Uh, it, it is a very funny read, and it's got all the um, horsemen of the apocalypse in it. Well, I, mm. I beg to differ. The four motorcyclists yeah. of the apocalypse. They're, they are renamed as motorcyclists, <laughs> and what I love especially is war. Mm. War is no war is actually Kate Aiden. Just generally, mm. yeah. <laughs> She's a she. War is a female. She's a news reporter. She turns up places, and war breaks out around her. Uh, and the motorcyclist death. Yeah, a little bit of a spoiler music. Yeah. Spoiler music. Spoiler music. That's if it's included. Mm. Um, <laughs> the scene where they're all in the motorway uh, services and they're playing one of these um, "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire" games, and um, death is playing it, and he's saying, and "The question is, what year did Elvis Presley die?" And he's going, I don't know, I don't know, this Wait, question. No, you've got all these, he's surrounded by people, and people are shouting out, 73, 82, 94. And you just got, again, death in all Pratchett books are his big capital letters. Yeah. Mm. And it just turns out, I don't care what any Ron bloody well says, I haven't taken him. <laughs> yeah, and yet the scene switches to a burger van outside a football ground somewhere in the Midlands, and you see this overweight sort of 60, you know, 60-ish man flipping burgers, singing, since my baby left me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. <laughs> Clangers! <laughs> Thank you. Really? Michael a week. Mm. <laughs> as often as that. Michael Palin travelling to the small blue planet. Hey. Oh. oh, how are they going to get him back? <laughs> Not going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> Venerable children's television programme Clangers is back in production. After a small 43-year hiatus. <laughs> and we thought it was bad for Doctor yeah. Who. <laughs> As we mentioned back in Podcast 170, nearly 11 months ago. Mm. Created and narrated by the legendary Oliver Postgate in 1969, the series is about a group of stop-motion animated knitted mouse-like creatures who speak in whistles. <laughs> such, <laughs> such as Tiny Clang here. Scene <laughs> again, twice a night. How dare you say that? You, you really don't expect that kind of language from uh, a tiny clanger. Not from tiny no. clanger. No. Given Postgate popped his musty clogs, <laughs> Adam. Oh, <man. laughs> it's the sense of respect oh. you get from yeah. Was that to death? <laughs> to death. Back in 2008, it falls to another to narrate the new series. None other than Michael Palin. We expect Palin to strenuously deny that the soap dragon is soap dead. Dragon. Oh. It is a deceased dragon. It has ceased to be. <laughs> One addition to that. Oh, oh yep. That we have an addendum. Actually, well, it's not an addendum, but it's an addition to that particular thing. It's... Yeah, I think it's his son or his grandson, another Postgate's son or grandson, that's actually going to be the executive producer on it, ah. which I think is a fairly good omen for mm, it. Yeah, yeah the other yeah. one, uh, Furman, is it? The co-creator, he's involved yeah. in some fashion. So it seems but we like go back to 170 original stuff before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll just cut it out and yeah. drop it in here. Yeah. 
Back to the Future musical. Oh, yeah. Pushed further back into the future. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Heading back in time once again, in this instance to our podcast 179, March 2014, <laughs> we reported that the original Back to the Future creators, Robert Zip, Zimit, Zim, Zimekis? Zim, Zimekis. Zimekis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so there are still a few bugs to work out yeah. in the head yet. Yeah. There we go. No, okay. it's just everyone in the industry has bloody silly names. And <laughs> yeah. um, Bob Gale. He's okay. Yay! Yay! We're collaborating with stage director Jimmy, sorry, Jamie Lloyd to develop a Back Ooh. to the Future musical. Sorry, Jimmy Jamie. Well, <laughs> Jamie Lloyd is stuck in the past now, thanks to creative differences, oh. and the musical mm. itself has stepped further back Blimey. into the future, <laughs> missing the 30th anniversary date and partial setting of the second film of 2015 yeah. to instead appear in Hill Valley actually London's West End in 2016, oh. if not later. Yeah, maybe. So close. There That's... is no word on who will take up the directorial duties now, but it looks like we'll have to wait and for a bit longer for our hoverboards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. As a small addendum, I've seen on Think Geek, there is a USB charger that you can plug into your car. Right. Mm. That is shaped like a flux capacitor. Yeah. And it, it flashes <laughs> as well. So it's not shaped like Mr. Fusion, then? No, no, it's a flux capacitor. You ah. stick it into the cigarette hole yeah, and you can okay. charge your various devices right. with this thing <laughs> flashing <laughs> randomly every now and again. Yeah. Shouldn't be at the front rather than yeah. behind yeah. the generation. Yeah. 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 Any addendums? No, no. I have a slight addendum. Um, according to the font of all knowledge, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Doctor Horrible sing along blog. Oh, oh yeah. Yay. Apparently there is going to be a sequel, but not until 2015. Oh, 2015. Okay. First time we've heard a date. Yes, first time hmm. we have a date for it. So yeah, because of um, well, because of um, oh, what's his name? Whedon, Josh Whedon. Yeah, Josh Whedon. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Marvel yeah. commitments. Yes, Marvel commitments. You know, sort of um, Age of Ultron and so on and so yes. forth. Um, the earliest he can entertain the possibility of a sequel is 2015. So yeah, I doubt we we'll see it in 2015. It'd be very end if we do. Yeah, he's got to get Age of Ultron out yet, and that's mid 2015. Mm. So. By the time he's going over that, it's going to be quite busy. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. Is a, he is a busy chap. Isn't mm. Oh, good grief! Yeah. Mm. Fortunately and unfortunately, fortunately <laughs> he's working. Yes, but well, unfortunately yeah. we don't get. We have to wait. Yes, yeah. Mm. yeah. One film every couple of years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Bad horse. Bad horse. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? I think is it. Yes. Is it. Thus endeth the news. And now, dear listeners, for your delight in delectation, we've been watching some Who. (laughs) Not just any Who, it's Peter Capaldi. Yes. Mm. We, some of us, saw this on the big screen. Oh, really? We're just rubbing that in, aren't we? Yeah. (laughs) Into the Dalek. Mm. Can you put um, an echo on it? Yeah. So so it's like pigs in space. Into the the Dalek! Yep. Sorry. Consider it done. <laughs> we had another Dalek story. We did early on in the Doctor's Run. Apparently, this was at the request of yeah. lead actor Peter Capaldi. Yeah. It was a Dalek story, but from a different perspective. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I think it's a, a different twist. 
on the Dalek stories from from the ones kind that we had. Of, kind of. Yeah. I I never read that comic strip. Uh, a good Dalek or something. What was it called? Yeah, I think that's 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 the one you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I've never read it. Was it? Is that any? Is that similar in any way? Or well, I mean, I, I'm halfway through and it didn't seem. Yeah, very there, similar. there was no oh, anything. Okay. A good Dalek was just seemed to be a load of classic continuity shoved in there yeah. so far. Hmm. Oh, okay. And there yeah. was no think, good Dalek. No, no I think not that I noticed. Uh, <laughs> I think it was a case of the a good Dalek. It was sort of taken to pieces and genetically re-engineered rather than... Okay. Mm. Yeah. It's a bit it's more a like long... the Dalek in the Dalek. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've read it. So. Yeah, in fact, I, I saw but... more similarities with it to mm. the, the first Dalek story yeah. with Eccleston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but Dalek no mention in Dalek because that causes the nerve in real peace for <laughs> it to start twitching uncontrollably. Oh, OK. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, in this one, we did have a Dalek that appeared yes. to be... Good. Good. Not a good Dalek's in a typical Dalek, a Dalek which is morally good. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Or at least wanted to kill the other Daleks, which is probably not quite the same thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, it was a little weird, wasn't it? It, it still <laughs> wanted to kill, it's just its priorities were slightly skewed, that's all. Yeah. yeah. The beginning of it, it was... It's attitudes were changed it was more like uh, as you said a morally, yeah, a, yeah, more like a morally good Dalek to begin with yeah it still wanted a mass murder it still wanted mm-hmm. to it oh. still yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just its own race yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So for, for anyone that hasn't actually seen yeah. this <laughs> so don't want to listen to this <laughs> Doctor turns up do- Doctor rescues a fighter pilot mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah takes her back to her Journey base Blue. Jenny, Journey Blue um, they're going to shoot him because they don't want anyone to know where the base is. And it could be a duplicate. Jenny Blue talks duplicate, nice. Yeah. They take yeah. him to the yeah. Dalek, who is basically unwell because it thinks that Daleks are really nasty things and should be destroyed. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. And they decide to send the Doctor into the Daleks. Yes. Hence the um, shameless plug for a fantastic voyage. Yeah. 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 And a fantastic the... idea for a movie. Mm, Not yes. so good for a proctologist. Well, mm. I was going to yeah. say, I think... <laughs> That line is yeah. a reference back to this. If you look at that capsule, it has been used once before. For anyone that <laughs> oh God, has, it now. No, for anyone that hasn't seen the classic series, The Invisible Enemy. Patrick Troughton's bottom. Oh, no, right, The Invisible Enemy. Yeah, yeah, The Invisible Enemy. When ah, it's, a, it's a very similar cap- capsule when they got reduced down inside, yeah. mm. put inside the whatever it was, yeah. and came out. Well, of course, I think... and. The fan's name for Invisible Enemy was... Oh, Invisible Enema. The, the Invisible Enema, which yeah. is why yeah. I picked the proctologist yeah. joke. Could be. Could yeah, be. but there again, in the, Into the Dalek, there are no people with sort of big hairy eyebrows, so... Yes, there was no giant, giant, uh, what mm. was it, prawns Prawn. at the That's end. it, yeah. Giant <laughs> <laughs> prawn, yeah. One of the scary things I saw, a few of the younger fans reviewing it said it was a rip-off of Inner Space. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. They didn't know anything yeah. about... Fantastic Voyage. Mm. Mm. No. Yeah. Invisible yeah. Enemy. But there again, Inner Space was 1987, so I mean... Even that's quite, yeah. Quite old. Yeah. I, I did think about that when we were first watching it. I did think in a space, but then uh, now, we the sit opening, through that a lot. He's obviously got coffee. I'm assuming that's yes. not from the follow-on from the last I episode. I think it's meant to be. Yeah. 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 mentioned something that, that was... How, um, was was how did she get back to school without the TARDIS? Yeah. Train. Yeah. <laughs> I, I suspect it's more a case of that they just like the coffee and she sends him back for the coffee every now and then. Maybe. Because otherwise she's got over this whole, oh, uh, you're not very my doctor, quick. very, very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently you solve it with coffee very yeah. easily. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Phone and call I, from Matt Smith. Yeah. I like the introduction yeah. of Mr Pink. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. How long have you been there? Is. Longer than well, you would uh, like. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, what, did you watch the extras? Yeah, the, no. the Doctor Who extra. Doctor Who extra. I did. Yeah. Apparently, because of that scene, he had a golf ball-sized lump. 
He was oh, method. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was method. Yeah. I thought he was of... faking it actually. Yeah, yeah. no, he was. He was giving it. <laughs> it a looked bit a bit method. fake, but actually he, he was did, doing it for real. Don't, yeah, don't <laughs> giving it method. You should have just faked it because he didn't look at it. Yeah, no, I enjoyed the introduction. Yeah, and, interesting character. Uh, yeah, it's, a soldier, an ex-soldier. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there seems to be mm. a hinted at a backstory to him. Oh, the lady some, killer. Yes, the lady yeah, killer. The, yeah, the lady killer. And the rogue tear. Yeah. Well, there's also some um, post-traumatic stress disorder yeah. sort of hinted at I, as well. I did like the lady killer line, because he clearly wasn't confident with Clara at all. So yes. That's just, I think, setting up that he killed a... An innocent mm. female. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. yeah. But don't know where you've, or when. You've got mm. the whole thing at the end of it where the Doctor won't take Journey because she's, she's a soldier. A soldier. Yeah. And I like the look in Clara's face because there's obviously that, uh, what's this mean for your appreciation? My a potential new bow. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen him again since, no. uh, as we record this. No. Um, but I wonder what they're going to do with him. Are they going to have him discover what's going on with Clara and find I out think he's, he's going to yeah. he's got to go to that closet isn't he that yeah Clara I think he's going, he's going to stumble from, 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 yeah, what, across I've the read, yeah. from what I've read from the next episode the little plug I don't want any I'm only going to say that uh, the two worlds are going to collide but ultimately yes. got to haven't they yeah. 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 yeah but I hope it, it's him showing a bit of initiative and doing a bit of detective work and what like Ian and Barbara following suit yeah. and that sort of thing yeah and you're right does it harks back to mm. Bean oh, Cole yeah. Hill School? Mm-hmm. Well, we've, yeah. we've already seen there is something from from Danny's side. There is something strange going on. The the amount of uh, how rapidly Clara changed her clothes. Mm. Because from his from, from his point She's of view, mm. she went into the off into the closet closet with the eyeball shirt on, yeah, and trousers, and then came out and coat, skirt, and thirty odd seconds later, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a quick change. It's a damn uh, quick change, but I've known no, no woman to change that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be surprised. There was some. There's some interesting bits of this at the beginning, where you got Journey Blue, Journey Blue, is Journey, it? Yeah. Journey Blue, yeah, yeah. not Danny in, Pink. in the spaceship, <laughs> and it's being destroyed. It's yeah. very obvious the Daleks have just hit it. And yet she wakes up on the floor, reminiscent of how everything's waking up in heaven. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. 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 At the point of death. Yeah. I didn't realise, actually, two soldiers are both different colours as well. Yes. So it's not just people, it's soldiers. Yeah. And okay. opposite to their the normal gender colours, too. Blue yeah. And pink. That's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. And also, in this one, if you notice, the first guy who shoots the Dalek and the, they come the oh, that, that whole scene take mm. this yeah it'll help yeah trust me <laughs> yeah, and he gets zapped and he only wants to follow he doesn't go to heaven no but the other soldiers as but the doctor couldn't do anything he'd already fired well, that's, the gun yeah, he that's, couldn't stop him whereas the second yeah. time the, the second ca- uh, soldier sacrificed herself yeah mm. so, like the robot who jumped yeah, the yeah. Robot. Mm, yeah. so is it a sacrifice thing All I think it is people are giving their lives mm. and uh, getting some yeah, sort I of think which I think we're, we're come back to what happened in Deep Breath with the, the proper droid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We find out if he jumped or was pushed. I think yeah. he jumped. Yeah. yeah. suicide yeah. appears to be the, f- the deciding well, noble yeah. sacrifice. So yeah. at some yeah. point, there's got to be a scene where the, all those people that 
going to the promised land are just sitting around yeah. having tea and We all cake. died for you, Doctor. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're calling in the favours. I do <laughs> have to say there was some very... This scene included, there was some very nice dialogue. Oh, yes. Yeah, there really yeah, was. Some very yes. cutting and sharp dialogue. She's my carer, so I don't have mm. to. That's yeah. Classic, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. harking back to the Invisible Enemy again, we had the antibodies flying yeah. around. Yeah. Oh, yes, Dalek antibodies, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, also, what is it? Uh, he's the top layer, if you want to say a few words. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, they call him I think also the idea for the antibodies was something that was dropped from the Rob Shearman Dalek story in Mm. Eccleston series where the, the Dalek balls are meant to fly off Oh, okay. attacked people, yeah. and then they they left that and brought it over to what's the first Catherine Tate one? Oh, uh, oh Runaway Bride. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. used it on the balls on the yeah. Christmas tree. Yeah. So now yeah. it's finally been used as a Dalek, but it's yeah. internal rather it's than external. external. Yeah. They, they yeah. did come off and fly off at the end of Dalek, didn't they? Yeah, self-destruct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So, uh, I like the, the, the idea of the radiation and that the, the actually the Dalek has the capacity to have good thoughts and yeah. feelings but they mm. are they're there but they're Control. totally controlled and isolated yes. yeah. by the mechanical yeah. side of the creature mm. was, was there any anti-radiation pills taken in the episode no, no. no they did any. have the um, gloves right mm. the, yeah. no, the, <laughs> the, uh, the, the radiation oh decimeters yeah. it, it's like as it's always said Daleks have always had emotions it's just that the gooder better emotions mm. are suppressed and mm. regulated yeah. and mm. Yeah. But they also yeah. were dependent on radiation. Yes. yes. So always are we to assume now it's too much radiation that's causing the I think the wrong type. Mm. Yeah, could be wrong type too much. Because originally <laughs> they were powered by... Um, originally, it depends on which order you watch this lot in yeah. and under. The yeah. first, Cause, cause yeah, the first ones mm. we saw were driven by static, static electricity, electricity. Yeah. They, which they've long since got rid of. But they had to increase the feedback, uh, the fallout, sorry, in the yeah. full background drop yeah. of Scaro to keep going and wipe out the so even in that story they would depend so on the radiation. So there's a certain amount of radiation yeah. but I think mm. it's like everything with us there's a certain amount of food and we have too much food it kills us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it's that kind but of scenario. I, also I like the sort of nice little call, call back the situation that was discussed in this that we've had various theories that the Daleks have got stronger because of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. But in this one, he actually admitted, when I first started out, I was just tumbling around until I met you lot. Mm. So the Daleks have affected the Doctor. This yeah. is when so he the, stopped mm. braining cavemen, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. So, so we're getting into the who created the Joker or Batman That's scenario. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Doctor is not the Daleks. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What did we think about the uh, internal design of the Daleks? Oh, Obviously, I liked it. it. Mm. They have to make it not look like a set for humans to run yeah. around at the I mean, same yeah. time. Uh, there, there, there was... Something I noticed in the background, you got them in the foreground discussing and chatting away and do, doing their acting. Yeah. And in the background, you had what looked like a massive printed circuit board with lights flashing. That's right. Yes. Yes. So yeah. I'm not sure if that was a CGI effect or a practical effect. I just liked it. Yeah. But also, we're used to seeing a Dalek sort of like from the outside in when it's been blown up. Yeah. yeah. So we've got an idea of where the, the actual car lead sits inside yeah. the whole Type 3 yeah. machine. Yeah travel machine or so to then yeah. actually keep that in perspective but from the inside yes pr- it probably was quite most detailed wasn't it that's what i found quite impressive about this episode because the whole interior design of the dialogue it didn't look like they're inside a dialogue it looked like they're inside some sort of structure mm. yeah yeah and i did like at the end when the dialogue 
our sweet, sweet, nice star. Rusty. 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 Decided yes. to blow everything up. Oh, yeah. Do you see all the blue gunge going on? Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's just a packed full of explosive mm, bang, yeah. flame. But this one, it was more organic. Splatter. Yeah. Splatter. Yeah. Yeah. It was splattering blue mm, gunge yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And you had one Dalek that practically just popped apart like mm. it had been clipped together. It was, yeah. Just, yeah. It was quite funny. It's probably the one we saw at the uh, 50th. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The one we yeah. saw on stage, which blew up like that. That's right. Yeah. We, we were just falling asleep at that point. Yeah. Right, we, on the stage, we were just exhausted, and then they just exploded a Dalek near us to wake us up. So it worked, it worked well. They did do the trick. Like, I, I'm impressed with um, Dennis Wheatley, the director. Ben, yeah, no, Ben. Sorry, I keep calling Dennis. Ben, good Wheatley. old Dennis. It, it was Dennis. Ezra, it did a lot to the camera angles, and it said the explosion of the Daleks. It was a different angle, different look to them. Mm. Yeah, and I've wondered when it was set. Yeah, because there are no new there paradigm. No, yeah, mm. no, that's true. None and of the Teletubbies. So there was it before Edom. the time Edom. war, during I, the time I, war. I think the Teletubbies were a very limited group of about six, and they put them <laughs> in a cupboard somewhere yes. at yeah. the back. <laughs> and the rest yeah. of the Daleks are going, "Yes, boys, you stay up there." <laughs> I, think, I think the memo may have got through that says nobody likes these. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they've been put away in the metaphorical but sock drawer. I, I could have yes. lived with them if we had at least one paradigm in charge of the saucer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. maybe maybe one red or or yeah. but that's beside the point. I suppose yeah. we're going to have to associate those paradigm Daleks with mm. the 11th Doctor's era mm. now. I think they might be back. I think this is meant to be set before they were oh, okay. created. I Dalek Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the nice uh, reconstruction of the blowing the bulkhead open from Resurrection of the Daleks. Oh, yeah. The episode. That was nice. So some, there was some impressive uh, camera watch uh, mm. photography. And also is the fact that they trundled through at the same pace and never broke formation. Yeah. It was the humans mm. that were running around gibbering. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah. Pl- plus the, uh, the the design for the Dalek, the inside of the Dalek saucer was minimalistic, but seemed yeah. to work. Because yeah. the last mm. time we saw inside a saucer was... was Victory? It the World I think it was, War II one? The yeah, Churchill Victory, da- Victory mm. of the Daleks. And it was... That uh, just load of aircon units. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. it was an old cold frid- room, yeah. refrigeration cold room. And it, yeah. unfortunately, it looked like an old refrigeration If it had just been room. metal walls and yeah. low ceilings, that would have been perfect. But with yeah. all the air Aircon units. Yeah. It looked pretty uh, <laughs> obvious what it was, but yeah. this time it was nice. Yeah. This this is the first episode where he's got over his regeneration. Yeah. Yes, this is full on Doctor. And I do like the fact that he is a bit cold, a bit callous. Mm. Oh, very much callous. so. Yeah. Yeah. It, mm. it it reinforces back that alien part. Mm. I also like the bit where the Daleks looking into his soul. Yeah. Mm. And, and sort of sees the hatred in there that's mm. deep down inside. That playing with the actually who is the worst off, who who hates who the most yeah. kind of style. And of course, back when we were watching the trailer for this episode, and we just had the voiceover that yeah. I we yeah, assumed I that, that was Davos. Davos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think the reason for that is it's more the direct thoughts of yeah. the Dalek yeah. rather yeah. than it mm. filtered less through generic the voc- yeah. Dalek yeah. text. Yeah. Yeah. filtered yeah. through the vocabulary system. Mm. And I think it's something you said in the last one it was you would make a good Dalek yeah, yeah. in this one you are you are a good Dalek yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. It, again we've got the main villain is a counterpoint to the Doctor yeah mm. but last time we had the faceless man who was completely changing yeah, regenerating build, himself building himself back up now yeah. we've got the Dalek and the Doctor mirror imaging each other mm. yeah. yeah seems to be a theme of this season I, I think it could, you could say that carries over to the next episode as well I guess that but yeah you're probably yeah. right mm. I think 
thoroughly enjoyed this story. I yes. thought it was a nice twist on a Dalek story. There was parts of it that were old who as well, like the miniaturisation and that kind of <laughs> stuff. I liked the, the acerbic nature of the Doctor. And I appreciate that the Daleks are in there because Peter Capaldi wanted it and everyone likes yeah. the Daleks, but could they now disappear for a couple of seasons? Yeah, I think yes. that, that was yeah. the best thing. They are I starting think, to yeah. be over, overused. It was a nice one-part. Yeah. We've got it out of yeah. the way with exactly. now. Capaldi's had his Daleks. Now, he, now yeah. he, he, he can a, give it a rest. Yeah, yeah. The, the Doctor has met the Daleks again. He's officially a Doctor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I can see why the BBC and that like them. They make good money. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. putting it short, you shove a Dalek on it, it will sell. <laughs> I think even if they're not in every season, shove a Dalek on it will sell. I think we could do the rest because. There's still only so much you can do mm. with them. Yeah. yeah. And we could be running close to doing everything with them you could do. Like this one. Mm. Wait till you've got a very different idea and then yeah. bring yeah. it back. Yeah, yeah but the thing is, I mean, I mean, as the old saying goes, familiarity breeds uh, yeah. contempt. And we've had a Dalek story mm. so yeah. far in virtually every season. Yeah, so it's time to stick them on the back burner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's only six or three episodes we last saw them. Yeah. 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 Mm. And we, we had a break in series six, didn't we? We had a cameo right at the yeah. end. Yeah. I know there and were that key, well. there were yeah. key thing with the whole time war, blah blah blah. We know what's happened with the time war. We know. Yeah, if we're, we're not going to see any time lords, leave the Daleks. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you yeah. very much. But could but, we yeah, shelve them I for think... at least two or three seasons? During the 80s and 90s, because of various technical arrangements, they were only bought out for special occasions. Yeah, I mean, you and went that's... four or five years without oh, yeah. JNT's that's birthday. That yeah, sort that's of thing. <laughs> 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 we're running out of yep. out of time here, but. We should mention Clara, probably. Oh, oh yes. God, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to say one thing with Clara. Everyone complained about the last series with the ki- with the kiss and all the rest of it, but I don't notice anyone making complaints about physical violence the and slap. abuse. God, that was <laughs> yeah. a slap. Oh, blimey. Yeah. Why? He, I suppose really he deserved it, though, didn't he? He yeah. might have deserved it, but there isn't all this fuss and bother. About, is it acceptable to hit people, etc.? <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. But, yeah, I think... Violence is fine. Yeah. I say so. It's horrible. I think they are... Properly starting to write for her now. Yes. Yeah, she's definitely she's, better she, than she, she is. The avenue for her is beginning to expand <laughs> beyond a Moffat female. Okay. Moffat females, virtually all the females he writes for, have to be feisty, have to be uh, independent. And, and Clara's not that. Well, well no, 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 she, she, she is, but she's beginning to expand beyond that. She's giving advice. Yeah. Mm. She, yeah, she but... in the last, sorry, in the last three, four stories, she has been a motivator. She Something in the story has lynched on what she has said. Moffat has, tends to have a fairly generic female role and most of his characters fall within that and Clara's actually <laughs> so, starting to break out of that. Yeah, but so, there again, I mean, could this be a case of too little, too late? I mean, yeah, it, 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 it's maybe, I'm not mm, willing yeah. to deny that. It may be, but I am beginning to enjoy mm, Clara. Oh, yeah. She's no longer a one-trick pony. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, to celebrate the return of stalwart companion, Scott Asderman, we are about to indulge in a little-known game of Operation. <laughs> OK, Scott, if you could get your clothes off and pop up onto the table. Ooh, OK, here we go. 
<laughs> this table's cold. <laughs> so uh, let me get this straight. You all think that my operation went too well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and you that's... just relished the chance to muck it up for me. <laughs> yes. No. We'll just to open you up and have a little rummage about. Yeah. Swap bits over. Yeah, well, okay, okay. Just... everything went back where it should have been. Yeah, sort of body oh, parts rather. Okay. 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 Who's got tweezers? Tweezers. <laughs> 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 scalpel. Well, I'll just get a knife out the kitchen. Got, yeah, right, rusty old knife here. No, 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 somebody hand me the scalpel. Mm. Got some uh, shears <laughs> over here. Okay. For ah, other way round. Oh my. <laughs> Sorry. An incision there. Okay. What's the first card say? Uh, it is the spleen. The spleen. Anyone have any idea where the spleen is? Uh, well, I don't think it's up there because that bit's pumping. So I think uh, it's somewhere near my kneecap now. Oh, if you oh, just uh, oh, well, I've got to extend the cut then first. Oh, Excuse me. <laughs> Through the groin. Oh, 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 that's a bit ticklish, actually. <laughs> There's something kind of like ridden that there. Okay, okay. You going in? That going in. Wish me luck. Oh. Uh, oh, and... Put, put some gloves on, Keith. Oh, bugger, yeah. <laughs> Where did my watch go? Oh, not again. <laughs> I'll just... <coughs> there you go. Ah, there you go. There you go. So I just have visions of you being like the crocodile from Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, someone do, did do, leave do, their watch in me on the operating table. If you're going to have Keith, a search for that. Next. Can you remove the mini Tom Baker? And any jewellery you're wearing. There are some things above and beyond the call of duty. (laughs) He's really lodged in there, actually. He worked his way right in. If you could just... uh... (laughs) Well, you have to turn over first. (laughs) Hang on a minute. Hang on, let me just pop his lungs back in. (laughs) Oh, God, I just have to hold all this in, actually. Has anyone told you you're supposed to be unconscious for this? Yes, I was wondering, actually. (laughs) And relax. (sighs) Ah. Oh, Abby's doing well so far. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's touched the sides there. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Right, what shall I go for? Mm. Take a pick. It's, it's all on show, really. The colon. I've always wondered what a colon was. It's, an, well, it, it's it like a semi-colon. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Mm. I think the colon was swapped with my throat. So if I just say, ah... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. well, well, that does mean that you probably confirmed what a lot of people have ever thought. <laughs> Indeed, that I speak a lot of <laughs> sense. No, I'm, I'm, not going there. I'm not going there. I'm going to go for the throat of Lucas. Oh, oh, oh God, good luck, mate. Mm. Right, here we go. <sighs> I don't think my jaw opens that way. Does now. Mm, bit loose, bit wobbly. Oh, sorry, sorry. Mm. Oh, touch side there a little bit, but... Uh, oh, OK. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a goodie by the toe. If he schooled, let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Oh. You don't need that, do you? I don't think so. Pull it and find out. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear. Put it back. You can't have that bit. Gently, to that gently. Side before the patient's dead, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're dead yet? Not quite. Right, not yet. Oh, well. I There's... think we'd better sew him up before oh. we kill him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's an awful lot of blood on the floor. It is. Put it put in this bit with left over. Okay. It's from uh, Terrence Dix. It's a neck. Oh, <laughs> oh, I always wondered where that got to. Yeah. Oh, actually, that slice of cake I just ate, could you put that back oh, in? Yeah. Sorry, that... Thank you. Okay, I'm the one that's very good at needlework. Leave this to me. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you snow, sew my initials? In. Certainly. Thank you. Satin stitch or cross-stitch? <laughs> <No>, satin, satin. <laughs> Knights in white satin. Suppose we better bring them around then. 
<laughs> wakey, wakey! Uh, it's still dead. <laughs> well, I feel amazing. You all look terrible. <laughs> Must have been harrowing. <laughs> well, the eyes. One of the eyes fell out. So What's all this uh, red stuff everywhere? Uh, nothing. Nothing at all. It's a new carpet pattern. Yeah. Can I quote Monty Python at this point? <laughs> this is getting silly. <laughs> Stop that! It's silly. I know I am much sure I am. He's H-A-P-P. Why? We have still been watching telly. Oh, yes. More even telly. more. more mm. Even more, more telly. This was the recent Who episode, Robots of Sherwood. Robots of Sherwood. Oh, sorry, mm. Robot of Sherwood. Having been a very naughty girl and having been Hang your head in shame. I'm hanging my head in shame. Having been provided with some pre-production copies. Dodgy, uh, yeah. Dodgy <laughs> copies. Under the counter. Under the counter copy. The name isn't the only thing because in the pre-production one, where they haven't got the actual music, they had the music from Clanad's Romulan of Sherwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and some for Merlin, too, I believe. Yeah. Oh, Stuff yeah. like that. Wow. Yeah. You'd know why it's called Robot of Sherwood, then. Because the rest of us would have yeah, no idea have no the episode that went out. Well, it was... Well, because there was robots in it. Not robots. Robot of Sherwood. Y- yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So there was one robot, and it turned out, in our cut, there wasn't a robot. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And we can explain why towards the end of this. Okay. Okay. So. I am. Well, uh, the Doctor takes Clara back to her, one of her childhood heroes, who yeah. the Doctor insists never existed. Mm-hmm. Is a legend. Is, is, yep. Yeah, it's a, yep. it's a conglomeration of various folklores. Okay. Can we say that again? Conglomeration. Oh. Okay, you got it that time. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be edited and re-edited. To, into we'll we'll make sure it's wrong yeah. both times. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you will. <laughs> In brief, this was the silly story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was indeed. It certainly um, was lighter than the previous it was, it, two. It, 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 was, it was a romp. It was a nice, nice bit of fluff. <laughs> there was some pertweisms in this one. Hey, hey. Yep. There was also some choutisms in this yes, one. Yeah. The taking of the shoe. There was an appearance. There was indeed. There was. How that fits in with who law, I don't know. Well, <laughs> it wasn't the doctor. It was Robin Hood. But does that mean there was an actor, Patrick Chowton, in Doctor Who's universe? And did he model his face on Patrick Chowton? Possibly. Ooh, yeah. Well, we need to mm, have it. Where did that face come from? <laughs> exactly. Who found him that face? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. The Doctor ends up in Sherwood. Yeah, yeah ends up 1119 and someone temple meddling so the doctor yes. has to get involved mm. this episode to me had overtones or flavours slightly of androids of Tara yeah yeah. and it did remind me of another one which I can't remember is it slight... deep breath which one <laughs> deep breath yeah. no I was thinking more sort of like battlefieldish. yeah that whole mixing of the the histories but the, the androids of Tara with it's yeah. not quite the same but with the with the androids, androids and the robots yeah. in the historical androids. situations pretending to be people and that but, yeah the first yeah. three episodes of this season have all been a bit robotic, haven't they, yes. really? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, Daleks yeah. are soft centers. But... Da- yeah, but you did have the uh, the <laughs> uh, antibodies. Yeah, uh, robots, weren't they? <laughs> Crunchy, but with a soft I liked, center. I like the sword spoon fight. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Although he wouldn't have, he would have had his fingers chopped off, wouldn't he? He had no guard. Well, yeah, the sword was down the edge of the suit. Obviously, the way he put it on. And the the flashy show mm, that yes. is not a standard glove. Oh, good gracious! No. Oh, okay, that's some kind the of glove of Rassilon. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it, it could be. I think it's a glove from his pocket. Glove and as, as we well, as we have well, where as we keep gloves? as we see <laughs> in the rest of the story, he's not prone to cheating. Yes, yes, yes. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, that target is, guided ammo. Yeah, that is not yeah. a standard glove. That's the impression that I got. Yes. However, I at this point when they're having the fight. I have a theory. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. So everyone's concerned about Missy yes. and the uh, the other afterlife going to heaven and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I think land. it's all a red herring, personally, because I'm noting a- another pattern forming, oh, yeah. which is Capaldi getting wet. <laughs> You're right, mm. because he jumps into the Thames in de- deep yes. breath. He does. He jumps into the Dalek feeding tubes. Mm. Yep. Goo, yeah. He gets all covered in goo in into Dalek, and now he's getting pushed into river by Sherlock. Yes. Sherlock. Sherlock. Robin of Sher- Sherwood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Robin. But this uh, one's to show the manoeuvre that Robin later uses on the sheriff. That's it. Yeah. Mm. But it, all three end up with Capaldi getting wet. That, that's the mm. Yeah, aspect you think mm. so, and we've already had it's it established doctor. right at the beginning of the season that this time round the doctor stinks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. whether that be because he jumped into the Thames or getting the, the, the trampy coat yeah. or the fact that he just defecated himself instantly after spotting the T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know because it's still still showing us how the arc's going. Mm. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> perhaps the series finale is one of three things. He has. Bath. He has a bath. <laughs> yeah, he has to swim for it. Mm-hmm. Invasion of the rubber duckies. <laughs> Or maybe it's just an intervention with all the Doctor's companions holding him down, giving a good scrub. Yeah. <laughs> Scrubber. You know that operation we just performed? Yeah, 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 made, made a mistake somewhere. Yeah. You okay. said there were some bits left over. There were, there were. I didn't realise the brain was one of them. Um, <laughs> there wasn't much left, actually. Um, it was a very pantomime version. It was a very pantomime. Oh, very, very much but Errol Flynn. Again, again, as I said on the last review, this is following a theme of examining the Doctor. The Doctor doesn't think of himself as a hero Mm. and doesn't believe necessarily in heroes. Yes, I like the line where he says to Clara, so when did you start believing in heroes? Mm. And she looks at him and they say, duh! (laughs) That's one of my problems. I liked that whole idea. I liked the speech at the end about heroes. But it's so blatant. Yes. (laughs) Whacked around the head so much it gave me concussion. (laughs) (laughs) This is the one thing that I don't like about Steve Moffat. Subtle is not something that's in his writing vocabulary as a rule. Was it, was it Moffat this, this time? One, but I mean, no, but in his art mm, things. Okay. It's funny you pick up on those as being oh, your favourite lines, because my favourite line, and it's really going to show a difference here, was... Oh my God, he soiled himself. <laughs> <laughs> again, we're back to your personal yeah. theme that we got. We had to build the Dark Doctor again, though. That whole thing with uh, if you were real, you'd be dead in six months. Yes, yeah, yeah. I am yes. real. 
Bye. (laughs) (laughs) It was just the way that the Doctor and Robin Hood were uh, striking sparks off each other. Mm. Yeah. Especially in the dungeons. Yeah, we want to see which is the intelligent one of who's in charge. Because of the backdrop of the comedy in the episode, somehow Peter Capaldi playing it serious just made it seem even funnier. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure he was playing it serious. No. <laughs> but there is something else I noted. This could be a complete red herring, I'm willing to admit. But we've had uh, two stories with them time-travelling robots seeking the promised land. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. The, Pretty quick succession. Yeah. As well. The mm. image... The image, admittedly, it was all orange-hued, but the image was of an orange planet with the words promised land over oh, you the think top. Gallifrey? Mm. Possibly. I don't Maybe. know. Oh. I th- I'm thinking. I could be grasping at straws. I'm quite willing to admit. You think Missy is in the Matrix? Um, Missy I think, no, yeah. I think Missy is a Matrix. Okay. Yeah. Daughter of Matrix. No, 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 no. <laughs> or it could be the um, artificial reality where they go to in um, Silence of the Library. Mm. No. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I think yeah. maybe it's a corrupted river. Mm. But actually, if it's Gallifrey, then it could be the Matrix. Because Gallifrey would have no problem if they're recreating somebody yeah. in the Matrix after they died, yeah. Yeah. even though they rem- died remotely. Well, that That is part of the Matrix. But also, yeah. we've been told TARDIS carries a Matrix. Mm. Mm. See, oh, I, really? I still have a feeling yeah, it's something to, it. to do with the TARDIS. No, no, it carries its own matrix. matrix. Oh, really? I thought it was just a link through to it. Okay. I, I think that Missy could be an aspect of the TARDIS. I do, I think she and is. And saving people who have sacrificed themselves okay. for the Doctor. It's the opening line of, what do you think of my boyfriend? Do you yeah. like his new face? Giving the impression that she has chosen the face. Yeah, and she went Scottish too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so possibly, up in the air, I've got no idea, but possibly the Missy and the Fanti- uh, Heaven is a variation of the TARDIS or storage part of the Matrix of the TARDIS. I mm. think she is... Yeah. A, an aspect of the TARDIS. Okay. Well, I hadn't considered mm. that. Maybe. That's a good idea. Good yeah. idea. I could be completely wrong. I'm no, more than the likely no, am. But... I think I was musing yeah. last time yeah. as well. But it means you don't have to wear robot a show too much, which is good. <laughs> 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 no, I, for me, the problem is it tonally it felt like Sarah Jane Adventures and did Doctor Who. No, I, yeah, I will give you that. But... It, it's sort of Slovene-level comedy. I, I'm which yeah. I, I would kind of forgive for back in Equiston's first two, three stories. They didn't know what tone they were going yeah. for. But by now... I wouldn't mm. put it as bad as that. I wouldn't have put it as bad as as because there's Slovene. no Slovene in it, as, really. As yeah. Slovene. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. It's just so panto. And the Doctor coming at it from a rational point of view, these people cannot be real. Mm. They just don't look like real people, don't act like real people. Mm-hmm. They cannot be real outlaws in 1190. Yeah. Yet, it turns out, they are. With no explanation as to why they're like that. Well, again, it it is something along the lines with um, what we examined in the last episode with the Into the Dalek. Perhaps normally in timeline, for example, timeline A, they weren't there. That's why he be- refused to believe they exist. We have the intrusion of the time-travelling robots and the adaption of the sheriff that has created Robin to oppose them. But they explicitly said that we did not create Robin to oppose us. No, because that would no, be crazy. No, no, Why would no, we do no, that? No, no, they, they didn't create Robin. Robin grew up or grew out of the their creation of them. If the sheriff wasn't there, you'd still have Robin of Loxley, but he would be... But why has he got Lincoln Green on that silly little hat? Mm, and, yeah. Because... <laughs> and perfect teeth. It is all stuff from 
that hat didn't they even come from Disney rather than any of the legends and <laughs> That's yeah. True, yeah. half these characters weren't in the original legend were they they've all been adapted over the years brought in in films yeah. even oh, yeah. recent times they were nothing like the original legend so are we meant to believe the legend actually diverted away from all the reality and has come back to reality no no it, no. it could be that the actual ship because the radiation affected the environment as a whole that they didn't consciously create Robin, but it was in yeah. the databanks. So somehow the the actual ship, like it had an effect on the environment, has somehow created this character. Well, mm. caused Robin to come into being. Yeah. yeah. As I say, Maybe. not not created as in built together, but has created Influenced. the mm. yeah the position of for Robin and Bloxley oh. to fulfil. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have been much happier if it had been a future theme park or a miniscope yeah. or the mm-hmm. other things he came up yeah. with. Some semi-rational explanation for it, rather than it just oh well. You well, know he's real. Apparently, <laughs> you have to talk about uh, semi-reactual whatever you said, uh, <laughs> and put it against firing a golden arrow. To that bounce. was ridiculous. Yeah, that, that's, that's the bit that let for me that let it down. Mm, if, yeah. if the arrow would have somehow been absorbed, the arrow being absorbed into the ship rather than just going... Yeah, mm. and the Doctor somehow knew it wouldn't be enough, but the arrow would be enough to yeah. make it. And Okay, he's a clever oh, man, yeah. but he'll at least have it go into the melting pot or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, that, that's what's called lazy writing, basically. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it, I enjoyed it. It was a good romp, but I don't think it could stand up to close examination. Oh, no. Which it is what you're, any examination. Which is yeah. what you're you couldn't it. take it seriously at all, really, yeah, could you? You shouldn't take this one seriously. I have to say... I just was... don't like the slapstick. I don't like, don't like the panto Doctor. like... Dinosaurs on a spaceship again. The tonally, I think it was just too juvenile. Yeah, but as I say, this is the silly. This is the silly one. This is the lodger. This mm. is the dinosaur. The lodger, yeah, I it, love. It, uh, is, I think the is human the... that is much more. There's still a threat in it, though. Yeah. Isn't yeah. There's a threat yeah. in it. You can kind of believe it. Mm. The characters seem real, whereas in this. This is more like no. the curse of the Black Pearl or whatever it was. <laughs> it's, it's that story. As you saw, I mean, yeah, even even Black Spot. Okay, they were quite broad pirates for the most part, but the captain, the son, were real the characters. Real people, mm, yeah, yeah, you could tell. You yeah. had no I mean, real characters at all. You had the the Panto Sheriff. You had the straight off the stage at uh, Christmas time Panto Robin Hood, <laughs> Panto <laughs> Merry Men. Well, that's it. I mean, as you, as you as you just said, I mean, all the characters do have a rather you know, sort of pantomime feel about them. As as you say, they were too perfect, and they were too. They were very much. To stereotype, yeah, and they're perfect teeth, and mm, well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which is why I got the feeling they were created mm. rather than anything else, and that somehow maybe in the original script that was explained, and that's maybe. got cut out somewhere, L- yeah. like with um, Neil Gaiman's. Cybermen story there's a heck of a lot that got cut out of that that makes actual makes it make sense yeah and turns what turned into a story into yeah. a story yeah. talking of things that got cut out yes okay yes. Yep, yep. okay I can't remember where it is I think it was towards the end it's that big fight that scene that they go up into fight the scene yeah. they go onto pavilion the doctor pulls down a tapestry and throws it over the sheriff of Nottingham Robin beheads with a sword and this is why it was cut out the sheriff yes. of Nottingham the head rolls off and carries on the conversation and you realise that he is a cyborg the sheriff then puts his head back on and dialogue 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 okay he puts his head back on. Then they go up to fight on the top, and that's when fight. he falls into the. Uh, so that's why you could have the continuity, but also, whereas the android lost his head when the shot was ricocheted, this is an actual sword. 
yeah. kind of yeah. stuff. That and was I, also blatantly a robot who got yeah. beheaded. Mm. Yeah. And although yeah. we yeah. then this find is, out this the is sheriff... This is meant to be a breathing mm-hmm. and talking. Yeah. yeah, we find out the sheriff is actually half human, half an... And I, I totally and utterly can understand why it has been removed. So mm. we right. needed the C removed, but we needed an S added onto robots in yeah. the title. Yeah, yeah. And that would have made yeah. more well, sense. Well, there is hints through it that he is a robot. When they're fighting up on that uh, plank or whatever yeah. at the top, he mentioned something about being a new breed. Yeah, yeah. I completely missed that first time it's round, very hard so to make out yeah. I only heard it the second of listening uh, I, it wasn't until I watched it the second time and obviously knowing that that scene had been cut that I realised he was a robot I just assumed it was called Robots of Sherwood yeah it's very hard to make out to these meant to be anything but a normal human being mm. in the cuts that we got yeah I mean that Except was, that was, the, that was the, the defining goal, bit that actually told you that yeah. Yeah. he's a robot so I can understand why they cut it it does make the whole thing a little bit more ambiguous though yeah yeah I think it's better actually leaving him as a human, mm. which is effectively what we've got. Yeah, yeah. There was any... otherwise all that stuff about today Nottingham, tomorrow Derby doesn't make much sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that the ambitions of a, you know, of a time travelling robot? Yeah, <laughs> start small, work your way up. Yep. There, there was a lovely nod in this though to Errol Flynn, not just the joke on the gangplank. <laughs> was he very large? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you do know how he died. No. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> okay. But the bit where Shreve he jumps down... The, yeah. the bit where he has Amy and he jumps down and puts Amy? The, the... Not Amy, sorry, Clara. Oh, yeah, I mean, and puts the over. knife into, oh, the, yes, into the, the tapestry. Yeah. Yeah. The tapestry. Mm. Oh, it's yes. a copy from Errol Flynn's... Mm, yes. famous for doing that down the sails of ships. Captain Bloodwood. Mm, that's right. Yeah. 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 Apparently yeah. he didn't actually originate that, did he? No, no but no. he was the one that kind of did it. He was famous. I think it was Fairbanks... Yes. Douglas Fairbanks Jr. To do that, but yeah. I mean, I like the Robin of Sherwood stories. I like Robin Hood stories. This was a bit of fluff. There was stuff about it that I laughed and I smiled at, and there were bits of it that got right on my wick. (laughs) I I don't care for Robin Hood at all, but I enjoyed the episode. It's good to see Trevor Cooper back in Doctor Who, even if it's a very, very minor role. Oh, it was, yeah. He's out of Revelation, isn't he? Yeah, Star Cups, I know best. Yeah, yeah. does lots of big finish. Yeah, Rusty Goff. Yes. Little dwarf guy. (laughs) Another Rusty, eh? Yeah. Mm. Is that another conspiracy? Yeah, yeah. Got, so there's radiation <laughs> in both episodes. Yeah. Two rusties. Oh, he's gone again. The doctor yeah. getting washed. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, this this was the fluff. This was the silly silly story, I think. Personally, I enjoyed it. Mm. They've had a lot worse. Mm. Yeah, as long as you take it at face value and don't read too much into it, it's, yeah. it's oh, enjoyable. As Adams, so. I don't think you can read anything into mm. it. No, but. no. I was a little bit embarrassed thinking what uh, non-Who fans must think of this. <laughs> I have to say, this is the one that I didn't watch all the way through the previews I had. I did kind yeah. of like fast forward through mm, most yeah. of it. Strangely enough, I couldn't wait to watch it again when I'd finished it. As I said, that's quite oh. weird for me and Robin Hood anyway. Mm. But uh, mm. There's always next week. Yeah. Mm. Oh, enough of that bantering then, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bantering. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the other staggerers have been on a journey. And since I didn't get to go this year, they're going to tell us about Hooverville 6 in Derby. Yes, <laughs> but you did get a nice present, Curtis. Oh, I did. Dean yes. Hill. Yes, Dean I got a nice one, Dean. I got a card <laughs> signed. And tell everyone what the card said. It said, to Scott, get well soon. 
Signed, Peter Davison, Dr. Five. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a genuine signature because I witnessed it. Genuine signature, genuine Warriors of the Deep card, so I shall treasure that. (laughs) Warriors on the cheap. (laughs) (laughs) It's the pride and joy in the living room, the brand new wall unit, the only thing in it is the card at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we went off to Hooverville 6. Up in Derby. Up in Derby. Mm. My overriding memories of this is throughout the evening... Fake Keith coming up to me and saying, Peter Davidson said hello to me. He said, thank you for coming to me. <laughs> That's all I had that whole <laughs> evening. Did you spend the evening sulking? Um, no, I spent the evening drying out, if I remember rightly. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, for other reasons. Yeah. Anyway, uh, who went? Who did we have besides Mr. Davidson? Uh, she's not here, so I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Besides Peter Davidson. <laughs> With the realm, you're so much better at it than she Debbie Watling, Debbie, Wat- Debbie Watling, yeah. Take some Malloy, Terry Malloy. Uh huh. Michael Troughton, Dominic Glynn, yep. Derek Sherwood. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Very uh, appropriate. Yeah. Bob Baker, mm-hmm. Dan and David Beck, mm-hmm. David Beck, who were the twins from uh, Power Three. Yes, yeah. yeah. The the orderlies. Uh, Lauren Wilson, who was uh, daughter of mine. Yeah. Did, did she bring her balloon? She didn't. Oh. Although she's got a web series and she yes. does have a balloon in that. Mm. Yes. And she is a big Doctor Who fan. She oh, is. Yes. Wow, okay. Yes. And Sinead Michael, who was Sky in the final three episodes yes. of ah. Sarah Jane She would have been a, on it for longer, clearly. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's funny enough because I, I had um, a Doctor Who corset that I'd made up, which I wore to breakfast. And when I actually, it was what I was wearing. Yeah, but you couldn't eat much. You know? <laughs> but when I saw um, Sinead later on, she was in. I hadn't recognised that she was actually in the um, breakfast hall where we yeah. were. Yeah, so Lauren Wilson was. Lauren Wilson, and they wanted to come up and say hello, and that they liked uh, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It was a fun time. It was a enjoyable. It's a, yeah, it was really a one good. dayer. Yep, it's a one day, and it's one we've done before. But a long old day. Yeah, particularly rushing. <laughs> oh god, we, yeah, we, we drove there and back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> in two days. But. Yeah, but this time over two stages rather than one. Yes. That's right. The podcast has always had a little room hidden away at the back where yeah. we do interviews with uh, the guests. We weren't allowed to mix with people, were we? No. Well, in theory, Ooh. the other attendees were allowed to come in and, and watch, but, but nobody, nobody could ever yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're all frightened off by us. It's normally a quite small classroom sort of thing. But this time we actually had the second Cinema. auditorium. Yeah. yeah. How well did you think that worked? Mm, not great, I yeah. have to admit. Yeah, and as this time I didn't actually get involved in any of the podcasts because I was when it was our turn I was running around trying to gather people up yeah, to get in there. There were meant to be four of us on the station, so it ended up being two. Yeah, um, but mm, yeah, one of them had to stand in the queue to get an autograph for someone else, and, and she <laughs> couldn't make it. I do all from a personal point of view. I thought the um, the classroom was more intimate. You had more yeah, a direct better. conversation rather than it's passing tough... the mic up and down the line. Yeah, that was that was really bad having only one mic. It really yeah. damaged it a lot. But um, yeah, I can see why it makes sense because you bring in more people, so yeah. you get more out of the guests because more the attendees can see them twice, be yeah. interviewed twice, yeah. different ways. But the way we had it, we had in our case, we had, we were just doing Bob Baker us. Yes, uh, I think yeah. four of us interviewing one guy, guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't work because. 
we were just questions were just alternating between us, and there was no flow. Yeah. So no lead into another question. No, from it's a that question, question. Then please change your subject. Yeah. Then Somebody another change has, your subject yeah, abruptly. Right. And you, you had you had three work. four different people with four different priorities wanting to know four different things. And none of us yeah. quite sure. Yeah. And I think also the difference was that was on a stage in a line. Yeah. Whereas if it'd been a round table yeah. or something, and the, and so the audience are watching down onto the table. But you still didn't. So it would mean so some of the people have their back yeah. to the audience. Then that would have possibly flowed a bit more because you've got that level of intimacy. But There's, this is like just a stage setting. Yeah, I and mean, you didn't want to come on stage, and you never had a problem sitting down doing interviews in the uh, no. around the table. Yeah. Yeah. It is very different when you're on stage. Yeah, when you've got an audience looking at you. Yeah, yeah. So, see, if you're around the table, even though you've got the audience watching there, you can then get you would involved be facing, in facing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. feels more like a conversation. Yeah, rather yeah. Than, you lose that mm. conversation element. Yeah, yeah, it's a kind of interrogation, trying to somehow disorientate the people you're trying to interrogate by quickly yeah. changing subject all the yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a shame. But at least you know for next time, and hopefully they can do it sort of a yeah, mid meet midway. You know, get yeah, the, the intimacy, but do it on the stage, as you say. You know, around a, a table of maybe fewer people interviewing. Yeah, mm. I think that would help a lot. Yeah, people. Some of the other interviews were different as well in that yeah, I had probably three or four interviewers and three or f- at least three maybe even four yeah. in one case guests being interviewed yeah. at the same time oh my goodness wow yeah, that's one of the other reasons why I knew how many of us were on the stage was one of the other reasons apart from the fact I'm not madly keen on being in a, on a stage mm. But I was sitting there thinking, if we're all on there, there's going to be so many yeah. of us. Just the one guy. Just mm. the yeah. one guy. Just yeah. would have got ridiculous. And mm. It would have been rather overwhelming, I think. And I yeah. don't know that much regarding asking questions of Bob Baker in some extent. Yeah, obviously K9, uh, great K9. Wallace and Gromit wrote some Wallace and Gromit. Various other bits of Doctor. Talking of the rest of the convention, I thought Mr Davison, again, is... A very interesting, stimulating, he's and really good. lots of. He, he must be asking the same questions yeah. over and over again, yeah. but he always sounds like fresh. Fresh, mm. yeah. He, he, he knows. How do you get into acting? Every convention you must be asked yeah. that. Yeah. But mm. He knows how to handle an audience. He oh, knows yeah. where yeah. The, yeah. The, the. to drop the joke bombs. And, yeah, and he, yeah. he always seems to have fun. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. sound jaded by no, it. Oh, God, yet. no, no, no. One of the interviews I saw was the one with Lauren Wilson and Sinead... Is it Michael, I think. Michael? Yeah. And that was, that was really interesting. Yes. They, they're both yeah. absolute abject Doctor Who fans. Uh, it must have been nice, because yeah. that's the sort of inter- people you wouldn't have heard who interviewed necessarily no. before. Yeah, um, exactly, yeah. Yeah, but that, that was... Re- and I was quite surprised. Sinead Michael, who was in Sarah Jane's, a friend phoned her up to tell her that Liz had passed. Yeah. Oh. Not the actual production yeah. office. Yeah. She's one of in, in the program. She, yeah, she'd been in three episodes at that. Point. Yeah, she was yeah. meant to be a regular from that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wonder is it worth sending Lauren an ebook of uh, Human Nature? Oh, she said she to... never. She's never. Oh, read it. She was looking yeah. to find a copy. Yeah, yeah. at the convention or somewhere. Yes. Yeah, because she knew about it. Yeah, yeah. So I know I've got she... somewhere. I've got the ebook of it. Okay. Yeah. But no, they they were both very interesting. And yes. She seems that uh, yeah, they're two different aspects of Doctor Who and their ages and that kind of stuff. They, mm-hmm. they were, it was an interesting... It was different from... Was I, I suppose for me, you know, jaded. being around a bit... <laughs> yeah, I'll jaded. Yeah, there are some, some people who sit going, OK, yeah, I know it's been 20 years, but I did hear all of those stories, X and that. They, mm. They've Debbie not Watson. done anything since. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, apart from that, I never heard the 
the assassination story from Deborah Walker. No, that's um, true. But these people are sort of like new to Stalking. it, and there's new stories and that kind. Of, yeah, Debbie Watling had someone threaten to shoot her. And really? Stalk yeah. her. Blimey! I was going to ask how she got on. Actually, it's so terrible. No, this is back in the 60s, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was interesting to hear Lauren's reaction to Rose. Because she was saying, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The first episode, yeah. Right, uh, the first episode of the reboot. She was saying she just ha- happened to be on. She sat there and watched it. Well, this is interesting. And by the end of it, she was standing up, punching the air, screaming <laughs> at the telly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bit of a dream having Guinea a, oh, a job in. Yeah, and, yeah. Too, yes. And it was, there was a nice balance of guests. There was mm. the old guests and the new guests and it's behind the scenes as well which is one thing I quite like and it's a small audience as well so whilst I love the big American ones and love the big ones over here there is that niceness of a smaller audience 300 people isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it it's just sold out, feels well. kind of like a little bit more cosy the actors walk through the audiences <laughs> and that yeah. kind of stuff oh, good okay well, we, we came down to breakfast and you nipped over and reintroduced yourself oh to... yeah Deborah Watley was in the same hotel as us in the night before so I went and yeah. said hello to again first time about mm, yes, yeah, maybe so she was awfully pleasant and nice and said she remembers me I don't think she does <laughs> yeah. no. I don't know Just if I still have the makeup she borrowed off yeah. of me on one occasion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean uh, there was the TARDIS downstairs and the Daleks and the oh, photographs yeah, of Peter stuff. Davison yes. and yeah I do have one complaint <gasps> Mm. Every year up till now, yes, I've won something at the raffle. Oh yes, oh, yes. no. Have... This year I didn't, but the people either side of me uh, yeah. did. Oh. Max and, and uh, Luke both yeah. won. Uh, I didn't. I was selling the raffle tickets. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was one of the people selling the raffle tickets. Conspiracy. And the amount of people that said to me, "What ones were you going to give to Adam? We'll have the ones he would have bought." Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. You see. I know she sold me out. <laughs> I don't think it was me that sold the raffle tickets. I think it was something else that was selling those raffle tickets. <laughs> As yes. a head of perk, the head of perk, we had a good check to make sure oh, I yes. wasn't mm. smuggling uh, any okay. notes out the building. First time I've seen the head of perk, we motorboat. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of the head of perk, we. Oh, hello, hello, Head of Pertwee! He's still got the grin on his face. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. There's a lovely picture of him saying, shall we say, keeping his nose warm? So <laughs> <laughs> that smile's going to have to be surgically removed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, apart from a really good convention, it's yeah. a lovely little one, and if anyone gets a chance to go, I would yeah. really recommend Very it. friendly and, yeah, it's yeah, friendly, relaxed. It's relaxed, it's wonderful, it's warm. <laughs> it's in a dry, warm environment. <laughs> it's and not it, moist at it all. It is not moist at all. <laughs> Unfortunately, like some of my insane compadres who took the ice bucket challenge you afterwards. Still fingered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just outside to have yeah, a nicely warm fountain. Yeah. So El Presidente, the real Keith and fake Keith, had buckets of ice. I couldn't because I had the corset on the rest of it. It took so much work. Yeah. Yeah. It really you know, to damage it. You still got to do it. You could have taken it I've off. I've now been challenged twice. Oh, it's I twice head of, wet. I think the head of Pert, we should do the uh, ice bucket I challenge. I think he should. Mm. So, integrate. Adam, you did yours in a tux. Well, well, no, no, not a dinner jacket, really. It was just a black suit. Yeah. A three-piece suit. A, a three suit and bow tie. With added lemon. Yes. The poshness. <laughs> yeah, indeed. indeed. All the difference, I'm it sure. It was the yeah. touch, though, once the ice... He just slowly walked into the fountain <laughs> yeah. behind us. 
<laughs> Karen started screaming before the ice hit yeah. her. <laughs> I'm in mid, mid-speech still. I, I thought it was incredibly funny how someone deliberately tipped the ice water slowly Slowly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like they were taking revenge. <laughs> wasn't me. Wasn't me. Are you sure? Yes. No, hold it back. Hold it back. Just sip that slowly. <laughs> and uh, we, we got to see Into the Dalek yep. on the big screen. Yep. Oh, we did. Beforehand, mm. which, though, some, some swine oh. in the restaurant Sonic to my beer glass. Yeah. Oh, God, no, yes. right. Day of getting yes. wet. Yeah. <laughs> they just got showered. We came in. They got dried off. I had managed to avoid, avoid the ice bucket challenge. We are sitting there all having our lunch. I have a nice cold pint of cider because I'm not Ice riding. cold, would you say? Ice cold. <laughs> oh, yes, it was ice cold. And the glass exploded. Oh, How strange. Yeah, yeah the you just sat there on the, just on the table. Bang. Nobody touched you. Yeah. Some woman walked past and said if she hadn't seen it, she would, I mean, cider everywhere. I just stood up and said, which of you swines just sodded yeah. to my glass? See, if you'd done the ice bucket challenge, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have done that wouldn't it. wouldn't have happened. Apparently, right. there is a, a yep. problem Scientific. with the new tempered glass that it sometimes mm-hmm. fractures and explodes. Oh, yeah. just sometimes, comes, but they're still yeah. using it. If it's taken straight out of the dishwasher, nice yeah. and warm, and had ice-cold liquid mm, poured yes. into it, mm. you get a thermal explosion. Thermal mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I did that in science, so yeah. uh, why are they? <laughs> well, I don't know. But yes, yeah, so I ended up getting covered inside. <laughs> I got oh, a fair okay. bit on me too. Yeah. 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 You just, got wet uh, twice. Just got changed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you don't even touch alcohol, so then you were flammable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Into the dark because that's very nice of them because it's on the same time as the Doctor. Yeah. They on the big screen. Yeah. Well, it's uh, two Dalek stories I've now watched in Derby. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Silent of the Daleks was, uh, was that last time? Four. Two. That, two, yeah. That's uh, Hoover for four. Four, so two years ago. Yeah. And, and Big d- gaps between these years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you uh, watched it since on the small screen? Yes. Well, and my, my TV, which yeah. was more enjoyable? Both of them. Okay. Yeah, it's hard I to say. It's nice to see it in a crowd, but then it's nice to see it in HD on uh, my TV. Yeah, because yeah. I found Decent it, surround sound. it was a bit pixelated on the big screen. It was clearly streaming off iPlayer. Yeah. Okay, right, so, yeah. Quality wasn't great, but... Uh, but no, if you have... If you if you toy with going to a convention in England, I would recommend Hooverville. It is oh, a yeah. nice, friendly one yeah. to go to. Yeah, and I'll be there next year, but don't let that put you off. <laughs> <laughs> you put the devil in me. You, dear listeners, you've been writing to us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Doctor's back. Thank you. 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 An inanimate incidentals. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> list is just talking about too, me, aren't they? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, if Capaldi Doctor is going to is going into darkness to address his mistakes, will he try to save the dead torchwooders <laughs> and kick the collective arse of the four, five, six? Well, not really his mistake, is it? Not really. Yeah, not really his mistake. No. Also, he was, was sort mean... of there. The Doctor in another incarnation. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, letting Jack Harkness, open brackets, and the UK government, close brackets, sell children to aliens so they can use them as drugs seems like a mistake to me. Mm-hmm. I see. Right. Maybe he could stand in for the human he looks like to address the four, five, six in the Children of Earth retcon. <laughs> so a Steve Moffat, Russell T. Davis crossover then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two in a bed. <laughs> 
I doubt they would do this, but Capel Doctor <laughs> went on and on and on as to why this face. Yeah. But he was probably referring to everyone being ageist. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, be seeing you, Adrian. Hmm. Blocksterminate. Okay. And there's a. And then we've a got a to, uh... link to a Doctor Who set to officially become a blockhead. I have no idea quickly. if it's, we'll bring it up quickly. A later dendum? It kind of is. It's Minecraft, yeah. Mm. Ah. There's an expansion on the mi- Minecraft on the Xbox 360 only. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen a couple uh, of links to that. Doctor Who-ish stuff. stuff. <laughs> you can have Doctor <laughs> Who figures, Doctor Who monsters yeah. in Minecraft on the Xbox 360. Like Lucky in... monsters, that's for you. Yeah, first expansion would cost $2.99 in the US, £1.99 in the UK, and $2.95 in Australia. It's featured blocky versions of five Doctors, including Peter Capaldi, each of their on-screen companions, and the consortium of villains, including the Daleks. Hmm. Because there were rumours for a week or two before this there's going to be a new uh, new Doctor Who game. Oh. You'd be able to walk around in yeah. a full 3D game and then it turned out to be just a set of expansion, expansion bits for <laughs> Minecraft. Oh, well. Oh, well. Okay. Which is a bit disappointing, really, but... There you go. But if you're into Minecraft on the 360... Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. Greetings, fellow podcasters. First Hello. off... Who's this? Oh, sorry. This one is from Sandro JF. Ah, Hello, Hello Sandro. Sandro. He's dropped us a small note. Okay. <laughs> Greetings, fellow pedca- po- there, that, pedcasters. Pedcasters, yeah. <laughs> Greetings, <laughs> fellow podcasters. <laughs> First off, I want to thank Keith. No problem. For nominating me for the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. However, at the time of writing, I just did it about 20 hours ago. <laughs> well, kind of. Well, kind of. Yeah, here we go. Mm. I like this man. He's giving mm. me ideas. Yeah. Myself and radio cohort Zach we're going to be doing it live on radio. Mm-hmm. Then our executive producer reminded us that we are in a studio. And doing so, we would destroy the equipment. So yep. we just faked it with a sound effect. <sighs> I mean, we stepped into our holodeck where our phones didn't work, meaning the only way we could enjoy it is through the podcast, <laughs> which you can find here. And there's a link. Wackoshow.podomatic.com <laughs> Thank you. And plug, here plug. on www.facebook.com Wacko or Roadshow plug plug. Roadshow, yeah. Yep. Anyway. Mm, I think that's cheating, really. I think you could go outside with a little handheld recorder yeah, and. Uh, yeah. To... yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you okay, on your phone. Take, take that's what the we audio. Did. That's yeah. what we did. Yeah. No, I think they've got a very good idea. No. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Yay. I love this film. Yeah. Going into bad. it, I had some idea as who they were. Right. I knew it was. It was based off one of the more comedic titles that Marvel puts out. <laughs> And there would have been a talking raccoon, talking tree. Mm-hmm. That was Van Diesel's best role yet. <laughs> I like Luke Skywalker slash Deadpool slash Indiana Jones human and a green Zoe Salandina. Sardana. Thank you. I love not knowing anything else, though. The feel of sitting in the cinema, not quite knowing what will happen, is something I really missed, especially with comic book movies. Hmm. I had made myself not read any of the comics beforehand just to get this feeling. (laughs) And wasn't it great? Funny, gripping, funny, so much action, funny, and setting up the Marvel's intergalactic universe. Really made Avengers, assemble for you guys, Mm -hmm. seem much smaller. Hmm. And Thanos, wonderful. Mm. In response to... I think it was Gene who said whether or not they will be meeting up with anything else in this universe. I think they will. 
At the moment, it's possible that Iron Man will do his mission in space arc joining them, or the current story in which Hulk's smashing around up there. Maybe Guardians 2 will let us know more about a crossover. Mm. Maybe there'll be a certain talking duck. <laughs> Maybe. What about Gillen? Didn't mention Gillen. No. Oh, oh dear. Shame on oh you. Shame, mm. shame, shame, shame. Speaking of Marvel, mm. I have been re-watching Agents of Sealed. Shield. Shield. <laughs> well, episode 16 onwards, ah. some would say the good Agents of Shield. Yeah, that's when it started getting a bit better. <laughs> this came about when I sat down with the parents to re-watch The Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. They hadn't seen it yet, so I sat there smiling and waiting for the reactions. Hmm. The movie was amazing, as always, but something felt missing. It ended, but something wasn't right. The next day, we saw the Agent Tyne episode for that film, 16 and 17, Mm -hmm. and the missing feeling was gone. It's amazing how this show really connects with everything together, even though this first half was lacking so much. Yeah. Cannot wait for the next season. Also, cannot wait for what they have in store for us in 2015. Avengers 2, Ant-Man's, Agent Season 2, Agent Carter, Netflix Daredevil. So much to see, but I'm sure it will be worth it, hopefully. I'm getting how the duck is an agent in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Excellent. No. <laughs> no. You <laughs> could hear the pin drop. <laughs> well, that went longer than expected. Oh, well, time to talk who. At the time of writing, both Deep Breath and Into the Dalek have aired. Mm. Really liked Deep Breath, had so many great one-liners, Easter eggs and clever pot plot points. Introduced Capaldi really well as well. It is going to take a little while to get used to this darker Doctor, but I'm enjoying it so far. Oh, and Vestra, Jenny and Strax were great as always. My favourite part about this episode was Clara, however. I love that she's embodies the fangirl boy. The viewers who are really only watching it for the actors. The ones who stopped watching because the Doctor was old and gross. <laughs> the scenes where Vastra tells her pretty much exactly what we've all been thinking all this time was great. Talking about gross doctors. <laughs> With that spoon? <laughs> the ice cream? <laughs> What's wrong with licking the ice licking cream the off spoon. the spoon? <laughs> what then was it sticking in? It just give me a strange it. looking put it in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> you just produced it covered with ice cream. Oh no, to. that's yeah. it. There wasn't any ice yeah. cream. Yeah. You obviously had a tub of ice cream in, in one his of pocket. his pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Making, sure, uh, making sure this email doesn't go on for much longer, I move on to Into the Dalek. It was interesting, had some very nice ideas and elements that really suited Capaldi. However, I found it really predictable. Then again, most of the second episodes of The New Doctor are this way. The Beast Below was the same. I saw the alien nun that a ship coming from miles away. Or whatever you use over there. However, However, the episode really worked for character development. The best term I can come up with describing this film is arthousey. The way it was shot, written and directed reminded me of the British indie film I saw a little while back. Well, yeah, Ben Wheatley is yeah, I was say, probably best known for be, indie uh, films. A, film, a, a field in England. Yeah, or sightseers, right? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Thoughts on Missy? Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. La, 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 spoiler music, spoiler mm-hmm. music, la, la, la. I think she's a Time Lord. Maybe mm. the master, no. but a Time Lord nonetheless. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I think she's the TARDIS. Anyway, this has been long. Really long. Really, really, really <laughs> long. Really, 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 okay, really Okay, Sandro, wind it sorry, up now, yeah. Sorry to whoever's reading this and the listeners. <laughs> I shall take my leave now and thank you for a great podcast. Keep up the good work. 
Sandro. Thank you. Ooh, Thank you, you Sandro. You've done a great podcast. <laughs> Every now and then you must do a great podcast. <laughs> You've got at least <laughs> one. There's a lot of averages. Yeah. <laughs> We have one here from Naya. Hello, Naya. Hello, everyone who is there, who is absent, and all your plastic minions. (laughs) Fun to be with. (laughs) I continue to be pleased with the Capaldi Doctor. Ah. Whilst he still hasn't made my blood run cold, (laughs) the storyline certainly has. Mm. You looked inside me and saw hate. That's deep stuff. (laughs) I'm cautiously happy about Danny Pink. He's the butt yeah. of the jokes, again. <laughs> Don't like that much, but he's also presented as someone who is capable, intelligent, and damaged. Mm. The soldier thing is obviously going to come into play later. Yep. And was anyone else angry at the Doctor for turning down Journey Blue? Yes. Mm. <laughs> Not only has the Doctor been a soldier himself, he spent almost an entire regeneration walking by and working with units. <laughs> this regeneration's no second chances attitude disturbed me, and I looked forward to him being forced to confront that and think it over to twice mm. as for his time unit were they really soldiers they couldn't shoot straight <laughs> they, yeah. they didn't do a parade if they had to mm. they were a sorry bunch don't you Sergeant Benton oh, he does enough of that himself really doesn't he yeah. on the other hand I think I'm going to get quite quickly bored if there's going to be a Mimi saves ran- random character seen every episode yeah okay well, one would assume that she is an assembling an anti-doctor afterlife army yeah. but Gretchen has no personal reason to hate him unlike the droid mm. and finally I guess I'm the only one who doesn't mind the new music although I agree that we should have a new theme per Doctor not per season yeah, hopefully yeah. this time it will be unfortunately and while I can see some <laughs> superficial similarities to the She-Wolf of London original <laughs> credits alas not used on the DVD release really I think the whole emphasis is on time long overdue for a Time Lord yeah, yeah. until next time Thank you. Thank you. Talking about the music quickly, have yeah. they changed it slightly? It seems to have more bass or something. Could Maybe because yeah. I'm watching at home and I've got a. I better think sound they system. have. I think there's some murmurs that they've actually put some more bass tones in it. Yeah, and it seems you... to be a bit more substantial somehow. Mm. Yeah, and if you actually feed that through your stereo, it sounds half decent now. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that's tweaking or I'm getting used to it or both. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> One thing um, Naya raised here is I don't know that the droid has a feeling to hate the doctor, reason to like, dishate the doctor either. Because it kind of, you got the feeling he, in some ways, the Doctor gave him permission to end that journey. And because of following through the Doctor, he's got exactly to where he wanted Onto to the be. Promised land yeah, and he, yeah. He's yeah. in the promised land, so he has. If that's where it really is. Yeah, no, but in theory, he has no reason to hate the Doctor either. No. And there seem to be a lot of tea and cake there, as I keep saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joys are like tea and cake. Absolutely. Mm. Well, he's got to feed these organic... Like metal oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the, the eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we have another one from Sandro. Hello, Sandro. Again. Hello again. Another episode, Sandra. I expect. Yes. Will it be shorter? Let's find out. <laughs> okay. Greetings again. Hello. Just dropping a quick email <laughs> about an episode of a sci-fi show that is just dead. Doctor oh, yeah. Who. Robot of Sherwood. <laughs> Very interesting episode. Not terribly sure how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. First of all, it did feel like Mark Gatissey. Right, yes. That's because it was yeah. by Mark Gatissey. <laughs> it was, it is. Silly, with great one-liners. But the plot is neither weak or strong. Just mm. the plot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> of the character work in this episode. Although Capaldi did feel a little different. Yeah. Then again, it's to be expected with an episode such, such as this. Love the lesson they taught him in this episode, though. Sure to bring up some good discussions. Mm. Clara was all right this episode as well. Mm. They, they are really showing that she is a strong character. And I like that. 
Insert a host making a little joke there. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I think my big problem with this episode, and maybe even the season so far, is that it doesn't feel like the writers have gotten a feel for this new Doctor yet, which is strange, mm. because it's normally the actors who are like that. Like the hint of the promised land again. I wonder yeah. what the arc is. Well, I've told mm. you, it's Capaldi getting wet. <laughs> Either way, have fun this episode, though still not sure how I feel about it. I guess I'll just have to wait until the end of the season to see. I can then compare it with the rest of the season and see how it holds up. Mm. Thanks again. So there was probably one thing I forgot it. to mention yeah. in the actual review and bring it up now. I did like Clara as a fangirl. Eh? When she met Robin Lee. Oh, oh I see. Clara uh, yeah. as a fangirl. Yeah. Well, I'm not wishing to complain about it too much more, but the, I thought the contrast with this when she was captured by the sheriff yeah. to when she was captured by the clockwork droids hard to believe the same character a lot of fear with the clockwork droids she, she was properly afraid of clockwork yeah. droids but she wasn't at all she was very much like David Tennant's doctor when well, she was yeah. in the I, uh, yeah I can understand that I can get around it because a clockwork droid half of its face is missing it's literally threatened with a flame torch and, and it's, a, it's, a mar- it's a monster at that point in time yeah. he was just the sheriff Someone that she could potentially manipulate and control. Hence the control freak side of her. Yeah. She felt but more was... in control of the situation than this ugly bugly. I suppose he, he, she feels she can reason with him yeah. where she couldn't with a clock or a droid. Yeah. But still, this is a guy who, okay, she didn't see it, but just stabbed a guy in yeah. the chest for no yeah. good reason. Mm. Yeah. He just spat at him or whatever. Had, yeah. is... had the characters not been so pantomime, mate, maybe, maybe. there would have been more threat to her. Yeah, maybe she was picking up on the panto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got carried away. So, but to, to my mind, as we've been told, she is a control freak, so she was more calm and in control of the situation yeah. as she saw it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to re-watching Series 7B because it's on my agenda and yeah. I, I'm going to see if there was much of this control freak in there. I don't know. Control, control freakery. Control freakery. Because uh, Moffat said about that at the 50th mm. anniversary event. Yeah. There's a great line coming up in the uh, in Time of the Doctor which turned out to be Clara saying can't tell a lie that she's a control freak. Yeah. And it felt a bit weird. Where did that suddenly come yeah. from? Yeah. Now they're playing up to it. Yeah. Which is good. Um, but it came from nowhere. At the time, all... that time, yeah, it did come from nowhere. At the same time, she dropped in the line about fancying the 11th Doctor at the same time and we yeah. hadn't seen that before and that's now been negated that no he's the one that thought that he was the boyfriend of her not yeah. her thinking right yes it just suddenly it, dropped in there both yeah. in that one episode and we hadn't sort of picked up on it before I'm afraid yeah. This is what comes from not having an overarching script editor. <laughs> we <laughs> have. Keeps track on all of these things. I think it comes from someone saying, Christ, he's leaving. I've got to write all this into it now. Yeah. 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 She started off quite well because she had different mm. versions of herself. Mm. Yeah, she it... was. The version we ended up with was by far the weakest yeah. of the three. The only thing I hope they don't do is that the assistant is supposed to be there to give us the portal into the doctor mm. is not supposed to be the person that the doctor takes somewhere has the adventure and then the doctor solves it at the end she or he is supposed to be there to assist the doctor and travel with the doctor and not become the assistant mm. yeah it, it's called doctor who not assistant 
Who? Yeah. <laughs> that was 7B, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And and there is, I think, the, the writing for her is much improved. Oh, yeah. I think how no they're question. treating her as a character is much improved. Possibly exceptional last episode. I, yeah. yeah, I think there is a danger of going back into the realms of assistant becoming far more important within each individual story mm. than it's a bit the a bit of a new who trope, though, isn't it? it Look has, at Rose, yeah. particularly Rose. in Exxon's time. Yeah. Yeah. Rose is really the primary character. Mm. in many ways and same with Pond sometimes oh yeah it did occur to me re-watching last I re-watched Into the Dalek and Rob, Robes of and it occurred to me that Capaldi's Doctor isn't yet my Doctor but it's like back when I was young and first time I you know buying VHS yeah. tapes of old Doctors yeah they are the Doctor yeah but they're not my Doctor no which is kind of like that it's like I'm watching old tapes so he is a doctor, but he's not yet the current doctor, which is, is, is weird. It, do you think it's the age that's I don't know. It? So See, I was we've, like that we've, with, with, yeah, with we've Matt. We've swapped positions. Yeah. yeah. have swapped. I, didn't ha- I don't remember having that problem with Matt Smith. Never See, I had did. that problem with the current Doctor before. No, and I've looked forward to Capaldi, and I can sort of see what you mean. Yeah. I think maybe... I know they've maybe... consciously gone back somewhat to a, an older Who style in some ways. Yeah. Still, I've always, up to now, when the new Doctor's come along, I've instantly taken him, yeah, he's, he's my Doctor, he's a new Doctor. Mm. But maybe it's because it's a completely different take. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. As, as I've said to you, I've never had the instant, yes, he's the Doctor. But yeah. it's always been a third or fourth episode that I've... Yeah. Everything's clicked into place certainly new who every time as I said the only trouble I've had is with 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 Matt Smith where I don't believe he was playing the Doctor Mm. until at least um, Christmas Carol the whole of these first season he was still they were still writing for Tenet he was still playing it mm. to a certain shades of Tenet I Mm. do remember having it slightly with David Tenet coming in because I'd felt ripped off that Chris Rackerson had walked after one season (laughs) plus he'd spent (laughs) most of the episode in bed and it wasn't till the start of series two I think that I accepted David Tennant Oh, okay. Yeah. See, Eccleston walked on as soon as he said, run. I'm like, yeah, yes, straight with it with Eccleston. There was no yeah. problem whatsoever. I, I quite like David Tennant pretty much from the get go. Yeah, by Did the end of that episode. Yeah, Matt Smith, uh, just similar to Keith. It's like he's a doctor, but it didn't feel yeah, like the I doctor think, until. Yeah. So I think with. With Tenant, you had run mm. a t- a typical framed Doctor moment. With Tenant, it was the the slow build up with the dialogue clicking in. Yeah, the doors open. Yeah, did you miss me? A defined Tenant, a defined Doctor moment. Mm-hmm. Matt Smith never had that. Mm. He came in technically as the Doctor right from the get go. We never had a defined Doctor moment. The closest I think we ever come to it was. Time of the Angels, which was sport because we had a dancing um, <laughs> Graham Norton. Graham Norton yeah. on the side yeah. of the screen. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, with uh, David Tennant, maybe once he'd got the costume on at the end of the mm. episode, I was a bit more accepting. But as I said, it wasn't till and I'm wondering if older who are used to the two different styles of Doctor because there is a big difference in style between New Who and original Who. Yeah. 
They're both wonderful in their own way. They've both got their pros and their cons, but there is a different style. And I wonder if there's those of us that have gone through the extremes of ages who are used to older doctors as we used to, well as used to older doctors are finding it slightly more easier to accept Capaldi yeah. as the doctor because it's natural. We've seen it before. Mm. Whereas if you haven't seen it before, it feels that little bit off. Yeah. Oh, we're seeing the episodes to come, how people feel about it still. See, I still think it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very good, but uh, it's, at some emotional level, he isn't quite there for me yet. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's because he's not as upbeat. As I said, I think we've swapped. Yeah. Swapped positions. Yeah. There'll be a moment when he clicks. Yeah, hopefully. May not be until the Christmas episode. Well, hopefully next episode, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Any audio feedback? No, that's it, I think, for mm-hmm. feedback, unfortunately. Okay. Hey, here we go. You've already gone. (laughs) Play us out. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. Yay! Oh, that thing. (laughs) So, dear listeners, until that riveting river of ravishment comes... (laughs) Oh, dear. Bunctiousness? (laughs) Rumbunctiousness comes... (laughs) Rubbing down your... (laughs) Uh, Down my thigh. (laughs) (laughs) Finished? Comes riveting down upon us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, missing you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, Series 1, number 193, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, Keith Dunn and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Especially after I had that frontal lobotomy. Mm. Frontal lobotomy. Front- yeah. <laughs> Could be a real lobotomy as well. Yeah, you not- know we're never going to be allowed into Scotland ever, ever again. Not, not a lobotomy bo- in front of me. No. No. Oh. <laughs> That's the finger. Not the thumb. Oh, and, it and, the it thumb? and it wasn't my finger, it was Russell T's. Is your thumb jealous of your fingers? Yeah. <laughs> friendly finger you've got there. <laughs> Moving rapidly onwards. <laughs> Must resist yeah, joke about rapid asleep. fingers. <laughs> I think Adam's got a buzzing noise anyway. I, I, well, <laughs> just random. <laughs> I'll say that. His personal preference is entirely his own. You can really hear it now that he's got that electric car. I'll, re- <laughs> I'll rephrase that. Adam just locates. Too late. Those Go flashlights on. are very noisy. Go on, Adam. <laughs> Go on, Adam. Buzz for me. Have you ever seen Touch of Cloth? I saw the last one because I, because it had Amy in it and I recorded it for Adam. And but, now he's gone, round, gone out and bought for that. I saw the first one and I, I really wasn't sure because I like the um, lead actor. I can't remember yeah. his name. <laughs> Um, but I really wasn't sure what to make of it. It took a while to actually realise it is supposed to be yeah. a comedy because they play it so straight. It's straight yeah. as to be unbelievable. We've got cake. Mm, we have, yes. You know why we've got cake?
sometime soon. I think it's the 11th mm-hmm. of September. It is. Tis as remember. Yes. Tis Asda Man's birthday. <laughs> I shouldn't really be eating this one. My fillings fell out last night. So. Oh, hopefully not into the cake. No. I'll, I'll suck it out. <laughs> Asda Man doesn't just do any old chocolate cake. <laughs> this is M&S chocolate cake. <laughs> Do listeners actually tune in to listen to us eat chocolate cake? <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is what brings them in, isn't it? <laughs> Not the sound of mastication. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a bit of secondary mastication. I'm never showing a room with this man again. <laughs> Viewers, if you are under the age of 16... Turn off now. 18, 21, 25. 25, turn off now. This is obscene. We don't care what you do with your cake. <laughs> you went above and beyond the call of stupidity. Sorry, mm. I did watch some of that uh, Dr. Whore. Oh, God! Oh, mate! Dr. Whore? Let's see what it's all and about. It's a Dr. Who pool, though. It's so ridiculous. She does look a little bit like Gillen. <laughs> how squid. long did you have to observe? Yeah. So disgusted he had to watch, watch it twice. twice. Yeah. <laughs> In a police uniform. In a darkened room alone. <laughs> With tissues because he was crying so much. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is any... the nervous laugh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go any further. I just, the beginning bit is, is Rory and Amy and. Uh, <laughs> Rory? Up after that, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Might have to download that. Then I gathered it. <laughs> Doctor and River after that. And then I think Tenant's Doctor and uh, Martha. Yeah. The canine feature in this anyway. Oh, no, oh, Sidemen no. do, though. Any probe events? No, no, I think so. Does it have three settings, though? Mm. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I don't know. I didn't see the Doctor, fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Moving rapidly, rapidly on. on. Don't say things like that. <laughs> Right. I just hit the microphone. Oh. Yeah, it's all right. We're in, That's all right. We're in edit mode. So you can clip it as much as you like. On to Doctor Robot of Sherwood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Was you not enamoured? No. That's not white noise. <laughs> so we've got fanning and uh, I don't know what that is you're doing. <laughs> It's an octopus running away. <laughs> what the flagnar is going on? 